Hello all, I am InfidelC and welcome to Gamecast for the week of February the 7th, 2021. The year is here and without further preamble, let's get into some gaming news. As always, we apologise for any mispronunciation of any names, companies or products mentioned. So the Prince of Persia remake has been delayed again. No new release date for The Prince's Return, unlike other recently troubled releases like Cyberpunk 2033 had had. But Ubisoft's remake of Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, has been delayed once again, having already seen its release pushed back from January the 20th to March 18th of this year. The royal developer today announced that The Prince needs a little more time to freshen up. Ubisoft have said... We have made the decision to shift the release for Prince of Persia the Sands of Time remake to a later date. The publisher explained over on Twitter, this extra development time will enable our teams to deliver a remake that feels fresh while remaining faithful to the original. The Prince's previous delay was attributed to the global pandemic, calling 2020 a year like no other. Unfortunately, 2021 hasn't been a massive change on the year before. And so with no telling if or when things will get back to normal, Ubisoft is hesitant to say when it expects to have the Princely remake ready for release. Announced last September 2003's Sands of Time is being rebuilt from the ground up using the publisher's Assassin's Creed engine. Fitting, considering that the series Ruse was a Prince of Persia prototype. The remake will feature vastly overhauled graphics though, motion captured animation and a free camera. And it is the first Yubi game to be headed up by its studios in India. So we don't yet know when Prince of Persia will finally arrive, but when it does, it will be exclusive to Epic Games and the Ubisoft store. So with the news that someone has learned from last year, maybe this will be one game with fewer than normal issues for us to talk about upon release. But boot failures prompt Corsair to issue a partial recall for some high wattage PSUs. So certain motherboards will fail to post when connected to an affected model which starts 2030 through 2041 and sold after July 20th last year. Boot failures prompt Corsair to issue a partial recall for some high wattage PSUs. Certain motherboards will fail to post when connected to an effective model which the model starts 2030 all the way through to 2041 and are sold after July 20th of last year. So Corsair is recalling certain batches of its HX1200 and HX1200i series power supply units due to an issue that prevents some motherboards from completing a power on self test, otherwise known as POST. Corsair states affected units may exhibit compatibility issues with some motherboards. The issue will typically manifest immediately or shortly after installation 
and presents as connected motherboards failing to post. There is zero risk of the issue damaging your hardware, just potentially your sanity while diagnosing a newly built PC that failed to boot or post is equally frustrating, if not more so, than looking forward to pizza and dropping it on the floor upside down. Fortunately though, it's easy enough to figure out if your HX1200 or HX1200i is among the faulty batch. Lock codes designate the year and week of manufacturer, followed by a manufacturer code or YYWWXXXX, so that's year year, week week, XXXX. So a lock code that reads 2030XXXX means it was manufactured in 2020 on the 30th week. So that's July the 20th followed by the manufacturer code. Since there is no risk of hardware damage, Corsair is not issuing a full recall. However, if you own one of the affected units, you can submit a support ticket to initiate an advanced RMA. That means Corsair will put a charge on your credit card and send out a replacement PSU right away. Then remove the charge once you return the 40 PSU. So now we have you, our listeners, wondering if your Corsair power supply gave you enough chip to warrant sending it back. If it is an affected model, let's move on to the next topic for the night. But before we go any further, we would like to invite you, the listener, to join the TSB Gamers community. TSB Gamers is a community by gamers for gamers on any system for any video game. We only ask that you are 18 or older to join and accept our code of conduct. For more information and to join, please visit tsbgamers.org. That's tsbgamers.org. So the dunking on cheaters continues with the Rainbow Six Siege team taking further steps. After banning 91,000 accounts in 2020, Rainbow Six Siege is taking more steps to dunk on cheaters by automating the process. So Ubisoft is reinforcing Rainbow Six Siege's anti-cheat in 2021. The developer revealed in a blog post on Friday that while hacking continues to be a big problem at the highest levels of Siege, account bans are on the rise. Last year, Ubi banned almost 100,000 cheaters for cheating. So a 44% rise over 2019. This year, a new automated process for detecting cheaters may raise that figure even higher. Ubisoft is reinforcing Rainbow Six Siege's anti-cheat in 2021. The developer revealed in a blog post Friday that while hacking continues to be a big problem at the highest levels of Siege, account bans are on the rise. Last year, UB banned almost 100,000 players for cheating, so that's a 44% rise over 2019. This year, a new automated process for detecting cheaters may raise that figure even higher than before though. Since 2015, Ubisoft has largely relied on manual 
moderation of player reports to identify cheaters that aren't detected by BattleEye. Siege's anti-cheat software. Developers can sometimes confirm cheaters with hard evidence like a video, but it's more common to examine a reported player's stats to determine. We start by identifying data that will make our detection model relevant. Next, we launch it on the back end and make sure we are comfortable with the results. The post reads, UB isn't taking its hands off the wheel completely though. The first ban or waves are done by hand, allowing us to review each impacted player. This helps us ensure the detections are identifying concrete proof of cheating. A human will still ultimately decide if a cheating sanction is handed down, but the fancy detection model will ideally speed up the process greatly. So faster bans mean more bans, which in turn makes life harder for those cheaters hoarding those numerous siege accounts to further their nefarious gaming careers. Speaking of UB, is increasing the severity of bans on burner siege accounts linked with Steam. In the future, all BattleEye bans will synchronise directly with Valve Anti-Cheat, so that's VAC bans, issuing both types of bans at the same time. Steam users with a VAC ban are restricted from refunding and gifting games, among other punishments. Siege's player behaviour team is always working to make Siege cheats harder to manufacture as well, but UB acknowledges that this is an uphill battle with every update we've launched for the past few seasons. We have continued to further secure code, making it more difficult for cheat features to keep up. Cheat developers may only be one part of the equation, but they are the source of the problem and eliminating vulnerabilities in order to make the upkeep of cheats more costly and time-consuming. But it is noteworthy that UB and every other studio running a big multiplayer game, for that matter, doesn't expect to eliminate cheating altogether, but the anti-cheat is a constant balancing act. Developers want to tear down barriers to keep their games accessible to a wide audience and build up walls against prospective hackers. It's basically impossible to have both. And short of requiring a birth certificate on record to play ranked, banned jerks will always worm their way back into the game if determined enough. But still, it's clear that UB is just as determined to find new ways to keep them at bay. And that's where we will wrap up for today. Thanks for tuning in. But if there is any gaming topic you would like us to talk about, be sure to reach out on Twitter at TSB Gamers or the Bossman at FM James Vincent using hashtag TSB Gamecast. That is at TSB underscore Gamers or at FM James Vincent using the hashtag TSB Gamecast. You can also reach out to us on Discord using the TSB Gamecast text channel or visit our website at tsbgamers.org to join. We'll see you next time. So long. <laughs>